Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Fi fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps with Behind the Gloves, and I'm joined now uh, with Darius Foljam. Darius, it's really nice to meet you, and uh, I know that you have just recently signed with S-Jam Boxing. Congratulations. Uh, they are our sponsor. So welcome <laughs> to the family. How are you? <laughs> thanks, for having, thanks for having the time to put me on. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm excited as well uh, to be a part of S-Jam, be a part of the family. So how did it all kind of come about? Um, the whole, you know, signing with uh, S-Jam? Yeah, you know, it kind of started... Um, Still around the Olympic time, I was on, on Team USA. Sam had reached out to me, and we've really been talking ever since, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the main thing I really loved about Sam. He, he put a lot of pressure, and he always would check for me every now and then. Hey, how's everything going? You good? You know, and um, we've been talking about signing for a long time, but I was just wasn't ready to make that transition. I had the Olympics that I had planned coming up, but, you know, unfortunately how, how that turned out um, for us and a lot of – my other teammates and stuff. So now is the, the, the right opportunity to, to make that transition. Well, you were number one ranked in the USA, correct? Yes, ma'am. So obviously, you know, you're a hot commodity. So what was the decision in going with SJAM as opposed to any other, um, any other company, really? Well, I think, I think really that was one of the main things about how, how much he kept in touch with me. A lot of managers – when the pandemic first hit and it was where like, okay, well, these Olympians are probably going to start turning pro, you know, I get hit up by some managers, but they hit me up and I say, well, you know, I'm, you know, want to focus on the, uh, on the Olympics. So I'm not really looking to turn pro. Um, so there's no point of really having that kind of conversation. Sam kept in touch with me the entire time, the entire time. That really kind of stuck with me. Like, you know, how, how much he really, you know, I felt like, I felt like he really, really wanted me. And he made that pretty, he doesn't sign many fighters. And, um, that was, you know, kind of a, a main point for me. And how much Sam talked, like, he truly, like, his belief in me is, is through the roof, you know, and, and that, that speaks volume about how much he'll work hard to, to put me in a position to succeed. And that's really the only thing I really need is just the opportunity, right. you know, like, put me in that position. And uh, I know Sam would do that. He got a lot of great connections, and he can make a lot of things happen. And 
think Sam's probably going to be the best decision that I've, that I made going with SJM. Absolutely. I mean, they have such a strong, uh, small group of men, but they yeah. definitely put all of the, all of their time and effort into making sure that each one of them is a success. So, I mean, you are definitely joining a strong stable, but a small stable at that. Um, is there anybody in particular you want to sign with? Because I know that you're not signed just yet with a promoter. No, I'm not signed just yet. And I can't say in particular, like I want to, I really want to sign with this, this person because a lot of top promoters are doing great things. I just think it's whoever would have the best plan for me. So I want to still do that process to figure that out. You know, that's what I want to sign with. But there's nobody like, boom, like in my mind, that's yeah. what I want to sign with. Right. I'm about who can give me the best plan and for the best deal. So in terms of the Olympics, um, I really want to kind of touch on that because we know that you'll be making your professional debut at light heavyweight, but you are mm -hmm. going to be partaking in the, the heavyweights uh, yeah. in, in the Olympics. So what happens there? Because as, as you know, the Olympics are currently ongoing. So what, what, what's... So what kind of happened with, with the Olympics for me um, is our qualifier to secure a spot in the Olympics got canceled. Um, and so what they ended up doing was they'll give the American region quota spots for the Olympics. They based it off of 2017 to 2019 rankings. And I wasn't a part of the team at the time. You know, I was still in school. And so they went back to those rankings and they even brought back, you know, a couple of the pros uh, now to compete in the Olympics. Um, and so that's how they did it. So it really screwed over me and some of the other people who, you know, went the route we went you know, won the Olympic trials and, and secured our spot on, on Team USA. But, you know, we just didn't have the ranking points to, to get a spot for the Olympics. So it really kind of screwed us over that way where we didn't even have an opportunity to compete. But, you know, we make the you – know, it's out of our control. So, you know, we just had to manage what we can do. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying we just got to manage what we can do. Everything's kind of out of our control. You know, we didn't get the opportunity we needed. But, you know, that, I guess, that you know, that wasn't our – We'll just keep. We'll just keep. How do you feel about the Olympics now allowing professionals to participate? Um. So I know this is the first time that the United States is ever doing this. Other countries still do that. You know, they still have pros in the Olympics, I think, but they have to be under a certain amount of fights. You know, they have like world champions going back to the Olympics, but you know, the people that are going to the Olympics representing the United States are, are real close friends of mine. I'm super proud for them too. They. They've earned it just as well, like in a sense that they had the ranking points. They did well at Pan Ams. They did well at, at Worlds to get those points. Mm -hmm. So they earned it the same, but it's still unfortunate for um, the other ones who, who were, that was their goal. They were waiting to stick around for the Olympics. Um, but the people are going to uh, represent the Olympics now for the United States, the, the, um, the three guys, like I'm super happy for them, man. They're going to do their thing. I know it. Very classy response. Because I don't think it's fair. <laughs> I've never been, like like I said, I'm a little biased. Those are, those are my guys. I'm big fans of them. You know, they're my bros. So I want them to do well and still uh, succeed in medal, bring a medal for the United States. But, yeah, I mean, over, my overall response for pros in the Olympics, I'm not a fan of. But, like I said, this is the rare exception the United States allowing that to happen. And these guys just happen to be good friends of mine. So I, I'm rooting for them. Mm -hmm. Well, now this means that you're moving on to uh, to start in the pro ranks. 
Yeah. So let's talk about that. Uh, obviously, you said you didn't have anyone in particular that you were looking to sign with, but um, your management company is based mostly in the UK. Is the intention to sort of train over there because they do have a, a good stable of fighters that you could be sparring with? Yeah. Uh, anyone from, you know, Joe Joyce, uh, Guido, uh, Johnny Fisher, and um, oh, uh, Solomon Dacris. Yeah, yeah. John had, yeah, there's a lot of them, but you know, so they have a great stable of guys. Yeah. And I want to go over there um, to, to train with a lot of them, too. But I think, you know, my main base is still would be in Houston, Texas. Like, I have a great coach here. I've got great foundations. I've got great sparring in Houston as well. Mm -hmm. so I think my main base would, would like to be in Houston, but I definitely, definitely would love to travel over there mm -hmm. to have a camp alongside those guys as well. Mm -hmm. Get to kind of meet the family and stuff, and then you know, learn from them as well. They're already going up to the ranks. I'm pretty sure a lot can learn from them as well. And, and kind of different style of how they do their training camps, probably a lot different than how I do mine. I can learn a great ton of things for them. So I definitely want to go over there and, and, and train with them. But I think my main base is still being Houston. Uh, you've also sparred, correct me if I'm wrong, with Jared Anderson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he'll be fighting on the uh, Fury uh, oh, yeah. three undercard. Will you be there by chance? I would love, I don't have any plans right now of going, but I would definitely would love to be there. You know, I love to support them because I know another good friend of mine is supposed to be fighting on there too. Um, and so I would love to go out there and support, but I don't have any plans right now of going. You, you need to hit up Sam. I know. <laughs> I need to make that happen because I, I want to show out. That's going to be a huge legendary night of boxing for sure. Be good, be good PR for you too, to go ahead and speak to the media and sort of get your name out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a bit about the division you're looking to go into. Uh, we have three current champions at the moment. You got Joe Smith Jr., Archer Betrebiev, and Dimitri Bivol. Uh, mm -hmm. Who would you consider to be the the best of the three? Um, that's a tough one, and especially especially because I didn't hear talks about Canelo going back up to to 175. Hard to say. I think. Um, Two, I like Joe Smith Jr. He's a hard worker, man, but I have him the least out of the three, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, but still overall talented. Thing about Better BF, he's just so powerful, heavy-handed. Knocked out everybody's fought and, and very few amount of fights as well. Bibble, really talented boxer. So if I, if I really did have the honesty ranking, then I probably would have. Oh, I mean, that's tough. Is that either the bold or better be? I don't know who went out of that one. Because um, it's hard really to doubt better be his power, man. Like, he stopped everybody he's fought. Yep. So if I was to get off the fence just right now, uh, then then I'm going better be it and then probably the bold. That's just me getting off the fence. I don't know. I wouldn't bet on it, though, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, bet on it. I'm not going to lose my money. But there's the <laughs> Better be is rumored to potentially be the next opponent for Canelo. I'm not quite sure why the fight with Caleb Plant wouldn't happen for the undisputed super middleweight title, but that's what they're saying. It's a, it's a plan B at this point for, uh, for Canelo. What are your thoughts on that potential fight? That really, that really would show how much of a, of a, a pound for pound champ that Canelo is. Even when he went up to fight Kovalev, people were saying, oh, Kovalev was washed up and this and that. I'm like, I'm like what? Uh, you know, Canelo has been jumping ways. People forget not too long ago, Canelo was fighting at 154. Mm -hmm. You know, he's all the way up at 175. 
So him fighting Kovalev was still um, a good performance to me. But if he goes up fight Bedabiev and and dominates that fight, like Canelo's half pound best to me right now. You know, real slick is slick boxer, mm-hmm. powerful. So you can tell his power even carries up because he still looks like the stronger fighter even going up in all you know in these different weight classes. But that really be like a huge testament to Canelo um, if he goes up and fight better be who they consider like the boogeyman of the division. You know, nobody wants to fight him. Right. Do you have a I'll fixer? Be I still want to see the Caleb Plant one. Hopefully, you know, that that's still a go. Um, I kind of still thought that it was, but if it's still rumored that that may that may fall through and a fight better be it, regardless, those are all two great fights that I want to see. Yeah, I was just reading as of yesterday that it's still very much a possibility that he'll move up to light heavy. And I, and I don't really quite know the backstory yet because we're hearing, I know Caleb Plant for a fact wants it. So I'm trying to figure out what, what's standing yeah, in between. It, it's usually just little small things. If it was oh. like this or just, just understanding who gets what, um, the size of the ring. You know, there's so many different factors of people trying to, when they try to negotiate for the fight, they can make stuff fall through. So, I mean, who knows what it is. Uh, well, you are only 24 years old, correct? Correct, yeah. So you're 24, so obviously if you're starting at light heavy, the goal is to get to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. I would – Yeah, just, and, and that's – Let's close for a second, sorry. Yeah, I was kind of breaking up. Oh. And that's still kind of um, – like, I probably could still go down to super middleweight. Like, for example, in the average, I'm fighting at 201 pounds, which is heavyweight. But, I mean, realistically, like, I was really small at heavyweight. Like, yeah. I was walking around, like, eat whatever I want, 90 pounds. And that's what I would weigh in on the scales that fight day, would be like 190 pounds. So, diet, well, my, my diet right, and actually probably cutting weight for the pros. And it's a lot different, but for the pros, I probably could make super middle. That's something, you know, discussed. That route's to remember light heavy, but I think right now ideally light heavy would probably be the best best division for me. Well, I feel the strongest and I I I perform the best at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but mean, so. great to to climb all the way up and do like how all the legend legendary greats have done. Even like the Roy Jones, who even went up and Amanda Holyfield, went up, mm-hmm. you know, to be kind of following kind of footsteps and do the same thing. Right, because you're because you're young and your body is still naturally going to be filling out. I mean, cruiserweight could be very much in the near future, and then eventually heavyweight. I mean, as of right now, uh, both I mean, all four divisions that we just talked about are just absolutely stacked at the minute. Yeah. Um, but overall, like in terms of the heavyweight scene, who would you say is the most dominant and uh, the the one that you can see becoming the undisputed? I uh, said at heavyweight, right? Yes. Um, that's a tough one, but I, I mean, it's kind of hard for me not to say, you know, Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a great night of boxing that's on the 24th, but Tyson Fury put on a dominant performance last time that they fought. And for somebody that size, being 6'9, being able to still kind of move in box like that, mm-hmm. it is rarely see, you know. So it's kind of hard for me really to see losing. I will say I was excited when. Especially they were going to do the Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury matchup. Because I'm a huge fan of, of Anthony Joshua. I like how he carries himself. I like his character. Um, and that's something I really want to see. But nonetheless, like, 
this Deontay Wilder fight is still going to be a, a great match because Deontay Wilder still has those dynamites in both his hands, you know. So, yeah, at any point in time, happen. But, um, yeah, I have to say, to answer your question, I have to say Tyson Fury. It's kind of hard for me not to, um, to see what he's done in the ring, you know. Right. Um, fun fact about you is uh, you've gone to nursing school for your master's. Oh. I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I was um, like, what is she finna reveal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So are you still in school? Have you finished? How, what's the process there? So yeah, I went to nursing school. Uh, I graduated already, so okay. I'm, already finished. I'm already finished with that. I got my, I passed NCLEX. So I'm still licensed on the board of nurses as, as a registered nurse. Um, and uh, so I graduated 2019 back in May. And then, you know, once I graduated, I put kind of nursing fully behind me. And I've been focused full time on, uh, on boxing, um, which, which, which worked out perfectly because that was the plan. Because Olympic trials was in December. I had to qualify for that. Then I ended up winning that and then was on Team USA. So put nursing kind of completely behind me to focus on this because, you know, this is only something I could do while I'm young. I can't. I can't do box when I'm when I'm 50 years old. I guess some people can. I can't even deny that. There are some people that have done it, but never know. I don't, <laughs> in my mind, I don't plan on doing it. You know, I need to. Yeah. I want to accomplish everything I want to in life now. Um, and um, so that's kind of plan of putting nursing behind me and just taking boxing full on. You know, I'm trying not to manage both. I want to be great. I want to be exceptional at this. I'm desperate for greatness, and I just want to make this the the, the biggest push that I can become a world champion, create a legacy and, 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 and change, change, change boxing and change the world, change the future of some kids. Um, I want to inspire a lot of the people. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's really important to me. And I think boxing is the way that I'm going to do it. And I get happiness out of doing this. You know, you heard the same when people say you love what you do. You never had to work a day in your life. Like I'm so blessed to be able to be doing this, you know, and, and be able to live a, live my life. I have so much fun, enjoy boxing so much. So, um, I'm really blessed and honored. You just gave me chills. I'm, I'm, I'm happy because it's true. It's true. Like, I know this isn't about me, but my just a small snippet of my story was I was always bartending and waitressing, mm. and and I also went to uh, X-ray technician school. I dropped out three months shy of graduating to pursue the goal of of and eventually becoming, uh, you know, now a boxing reporter full time. And mm. I know a thing or two about having these big dreams and not feeling like you're working anymore because you just love what yeah. you do and your dreams do come true if you really they apply do. yourself, stay dedicated, motivated, persistent, consistent. And mm-hmm. so that's really amazing to hear you say that because that's not an easy feat. Like for you to go to nursing school and yeah. still be doing all of the, you know, the training and trying to do the, uh, all the Olympic tryouts and stuff like that, that's very intense. So that's... yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, just, to your dedication. I I just remember the day, I just remember the days of being in the school, because you know a lot of the stuff I was doing while I was in school, I did my last two semesters. I kind of took about a year off from boxing, but in that sense, I mean, I wasn't competing. I was still training, but a lot of the big competition tournaments I couldn't go to, and that's kind of mess not messing my opportunity with boxing, but you know, promotion wise and putting my name out there, people to know me. That a lot of stuff I've missed. You know, I didn't have the opportunity to go to because I was in school. But the training wise and trying to juggle both was tough. I was getting up four something in the morning to be in the gym at, at five, I'd get there at five thirty. Um, I was doing my strength and conditioning. 
shower, I'd go to my school, class started at nine, I'd be there for hours. Mm-hmm. I would take like the little 30 minute nap in the parking garage at, at my school, <laughs> set my alarm for like nine, I mean, 8.55 to get to class right on time and then be in class all day to go back to the gym. It, it was it was tough, you know, through those times, but I mean, that's what I had to do if I want to get to where I wanted to be in life. Like you said, and nothing's done without the work. Like you can dream all you want, but if you're not putting the work in behind it to back up those dreams or to attain those dreams, then, you know, it's all for nothing. So exactly. um, I'm glad I'm in a place that I am now where I can just focus but- just on boxing. I think this would make for the very first, I could be wrong, the very first world heavyweight, I'm sorry, world champion who's a nurse. I don't know too many boxers that are nurses at all. I know that, like, Chris Algieri is a doctor. Mm -hmm. So he was obviously a world champion. But I don't know anyone that was a nurse who is world champion. So that would make mm. you the first. Okay, well, we, we all for being the first or something. There you are. Let's make it happen. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Let's make it happen. Making your own way, your own, uh, creating your own history. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on that. I mean, honestly, that's, that's just like I said, shows so much of your own um, dedication and how just determined you are overall because many people can barely handle, like juggle just personal lives and then training but you did oh, personal life training and going to nursing yeah. school. so I can't, I can't i can't take too much credit now, i do have to give a lot of credit to my family mm-hmm. and a lot of my classmates too like their support throughout the whole process was was everything that i needed you know they gave me the boost and it helped me out along the journey as well so big shout out to my family and a lot of people i went to school with because you know, without them, who know, who knows? <laughs> right. No, knows? That definitely helps to have a, a strong circle around you. Absolutely. Well, congratulations again. Um, I look forward to seeing you advance in the ranks and uh, see your career develop. So we'll definitely be catching up more. I'm obviously here based in the States, uh, pretty yeah. back and forth between the UK and the States. But um, I will definitely look forward to meeting you in person um, and hopefully attending your first fight. Uh, any any final words? Um, no, I don't have any. I'm just excited to start my pro journey. So to all the fans that's watching, I hope you all enjoy the ride as well as much as I enjoyed as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I know today's a national holiday. Yeah. So I hope you uh, go enjoy some barbecue or uh, <laughs> I got to start fireworks the way, tonight. So I'm not going to enjoy too much barbecue, but. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to. So. Uh, <laughs> Get me so I, I bought me a watermelon, plan to chop that baby up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that sounds good right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, and yeah. uh, we'll be catching up soon. And, uh, yeah. All right, well, thank you. It was nice. I appreciate the time, and, and thank you so much. All right. Have yourself a good day. All right, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.